A very good evening to you. Welcome to it. This is Radio 2000 Talk. It's five minutes after seven o'clock. I'm Tami Gubeni. Thank you so much to Mudufi Mahalimele as well as the Game on Amplified team. Wow, what a day as far as news are concerned. We'll be focusing this evening on a documentary that has been making the rounds on social media. It was released last week Thursday and it focuses on the issue of racism at Stellenbosch University. It's a 34-minute video and it features various students on campus as well as a lecturer sharing their own personal experiences of racism from university management as well as from fellow students and they've entitled it Leicester. We'll be speaking to a student as well as management from the university to find out exactly what is going on there. Also the public protector Ms. Tulima Tansela um, has laid bare the maladministration tender irregularities and the financial mismanagement rot that has ensued at PRASA, which is the Public Rail Agency of South Africa. She did give a, a briefing to the press, uh, quite a lengthy one, uh, where she ironed out and, and spelt out uh, everything uh, regarding the allegations. I think there were about 37 of them, uh, allegations against uh, former CEO Mr. Laki Montana. The public protector, Ms. Tulima Tanzela, will be joining us this evening. Every Monday we bring you the YB20 Youth Debates, but today we're going to be doing it slightly differently. And I think you'll be quite pleased because the young lady we'll be profiling is more than impressive. She actually became a multimillionaire at the age of, wait for it, 25. Multimillionaire at the age of 25 and we'll be speaking to her. She's a serial entrepreneur. Her name is Morenra Mukhebo and hers is really an inspirational story to motivate and inspire young women in business. But, you know, I think success inspires at all, whether you're a young man or a young woman. So that's what we've got in store for you this evening. But as usual, our number is 089-110-2000. Really keen to hear what's on your mind this evening. Really keen to hear what it is that you are interested in, what you want to comment on uh, when we have our open line. Welcome to it. It's seven minutes after seven o'clock. Live FM presents Joburg. Live loud. Live loud. An afternoon with friends, your favorite acts, and 5FM DJs. Joburg. Live loud. Presented by 5FM. Saturday, September 12th at Mox Park Emerentia with AKA Freshly Ground, Matthew Mole, Black Motion, The Polytones, KO, Separate Giraffe, Jeremy Loops, and Mikasa. Book your tickets now at CompuTicket. Live loud to the power of 5. FM presents Joburg Live Loud. It's how a teenager becomes a team manager, how dad becomes a cheerleader, how stockbroker guy a referee, and admin supervisor a scorekeeper. When you support Special Olympics South Africa, you become part of an inspired team. Help make a difference in the lives of athletes with intellectual disabilities by bringing joy through the power of sport. Visit specialolympicsouthafrica.org. Volunteer, donate, or spread the word and become a hero to the heroes. This is an SAPC Foundation-supported initiative. Radio 2000. Our music, your memories. 
It's exactly eight minutes after seven o'clock on Radio 2000 Talk. A documentary about racism at Stellenbosch University has got the entire country talking. It's a 34-minute video. It has 32 students as well as a lecturer sharing their personal experiences of racism from university management as well as fellow students. Uh, To speak to us more on this, we've got student Mohammed Shabangu. And later on, we'll also get a response from the university. Uh, But before we get into that, now, here's a snippet from that documentary. I feel like it's wrong to be black. Uh, sometimes I ask myself, when I'm alone, why did God make me black? When a lot can happen in a good way when you are otherwise. I went just to have a beer with mates. Um, I'd already ordered my beer. I uh, went upstairs to the bathroom. As I was coming downstairs, there was a couple of drunk white students. One of them called me for, I got into an altercation with them. The bouncers obviously pulled me out first because I'm black and I don't know if that's a rule. So now they feel that we are attacking their Africans, of which we are not. They can ask questions in Africans, they can get notes in Africans, as long as the lecturer will proceed and be in English so that everyone has the same understanding. Well there's this idea right when they talk about transformation in Stellenbosch, they're like yeah we actually have been working very hard you know like we have translation devices to accommodate non-African speaking uh, students but like that's bullshit who gave you the power to accommodate me? so they say we are accommodating them into an Afrikaans university that's nonsense there's no such thing as Afrikaans university they claim we must be accommodated by the constitution so that we can have our language and culture but at the same time they're so powerful that they're even accommodating the majority can't be accommodated not here Sure, if you're in France, but not here. Wow, sure, if you're in France, but not here. Uh, joining us this evening, uh, Mohammed, a student at Stellenbosch University. A very good evening, Mohammed, and, and thank you so much for, for chatting to us this evening. Hi, good evening. Good evening. Hi, thanks. Thanks for having us on the line. Now, what is it that you're studying at Stellenbosch? Um, I'm doing my PhD in, uh, in literature. Your PhD in literature, and and what informed your choice of Stellenbosch as your university of choice? Yeah, I mean that's a it's a very good question. I've I've, I've really I've, I mean I've always um um I've all, I've always understood the issues surrounding um, higher education and and untransformed institutions etc. Um, but I was actually um, requested by no not requested but uh, you know um, asked by my my supervisor. Um, to, uh, to 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 apply to the university, I knew that Stellenbosch University was in many ways uh, very racist, but I had absolutely no idea <laughs> the extent of the racism. It's one thing knowing, you know, that you know, knowing something is quite another, um, and having having a lived experience of it. So, what is it that led to the formation of Open Stellenbosch Movement? But before I, I perhaps even ask you that, what is Open Stellenbosch Movement? Yeah, sure. Um, um, Open Stellenbosch is, um, I mean, we've been defined as a pressure group. Um, uh, uh, we are a collective of students and staff um, that are committed to purging what we see as the oppressive remnants of apartheid um, here at Stellenbosch University and, and, and in the Stellenbosch town. And, and what led to the establishment of, of this movement? Were, were there any specific yeah. um, events that took place or or did you all just um, you know galvanize around this particular issue 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think there were there were a series of events that led to the formation um, of Open Stellenbosch. But I think um, what really kind of um, the the uh, the the tipping point, as it were, was um, um, the there was an incident earlier um, this year with the um with with uh, involving two members of the of, of the of the open um movement um who were attacked by a group of white Afrikaners um and there was uh, some local coverage in the newspapers um that uh, attempted to highlight um the what what was a race uh, race based violence actually and there was no response from the university um at all um, except, you know, where it was initiated by um, one or two um, student um, collectives um, here and there. And so we decided at that point, um, and it, that, that it was um, an opportune moment, of course, given, and this was earlier at the, in, in the year, um, given uh, the whole brouhaha with the roads must fall, which brought about uh, a national conversation around uh, transformation in higher education. We thought that that was a, an opportune moment um, to, 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 to begin having these, these conversations. Um, and we found that more and more, the... You, I mean, you, you, you kind of think that you're the only person um, that is experiencing this. And then the more people share their stories, the more you realize that, hang on, there's a whole lot of other people here that are actually feeling exactly the way that I'm feeling about the space, feeling mm-hmm. oppressed um, in the space, experiencing the space as a neo-apartheid space that is characterized by just vitriolic racism from all sides. Um, and and so and so we decided to form this this movement. And for us, um, the movement was a movement for black students with white allies. Um, and for us, black has always been um, not in the uh, in the kind of apartheid understanding of black. For us, black um, is you know uh, it includes what we know as colored or Indian, um, people who have a shared experience of dehumanization um, and people who have a shared experience of marginalization and, 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 and who suffer um, in one form or the other from um, from white supremacy. Well, give us some examples of, of the type of issues here that you're talking about. Yeah, oh, I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't even know where to start. I mean, there's, there's, there's little and small ones, and there are, like, there are a whole lot of personal testimonies, for instance, that you find um, in, the, um, in, the, in the documentary to which you referred earlier, Lester. Um, the documentary speaks about the lived experiences um, of, of students, and those are very personal um, kind of testimonies. Um, so, but, 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 it, but it goes beyond that. I mean, it goes even to the very to the very core of the you know of of the university, the institutional culture, incubating a space um, for racists to thrive all around. And then one example um, that stood out, you'll remember earlier. Uh, in fact, it wasn't even that long ago. There was um, a lecturer, um, Anton. Uh, I can't remember what his surname is, Dando or something like that. Um, but um, he 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 had sent racist SMS. For instance, to um, one of the members of the collective, Yo Swart Moor van die Witte Boer, a student with whom he had had no encounter uh, or any interaction prior to sending that SMS, but he felt that he could send that SMS because he was, um, you know, he was upset about the kinds of demands for institutional redress that he was seeing happening all around him, um, you know, led by. Black students, and so he decided to send this message. Of course, he was summarily um, expelled or fired by um, the university, and they're very proud of that. Um, but the idea, of course, is that if a lecturer 
felt that he could send such an SMS to a student, he obviously must have felt that um, there was some kind of collective consciousness that um, that 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 uh, that approved of that kind of sentiment. I mean, of course, if I'm in a minority, if I feel like my view is a minority view, I'm not going to express it, you know, out of fear of being chastised or called out by other people. But if I'm feeling that I'm in a space where I'm not the only one that thinks this, then I can, you know, I can, I've got carte blanche to say um, um, uh, whatever I want, and 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 so that kind of that that is an example. I mean, that's a very mm. kind of I mean, I'm using that that example because it's it's, it's one that was popular that and it's one, one that yes. wasn't so really touched so you, on in the in the documentary. So you saying there are plenty. So you're saying basically, Mohammed, that racism is is perhaps institutional there. Is this uh, some, not perhaps? It most certainly is institutional. Is yes. this something that you've engaged um, formally with the university about? Management. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. Look, I mean, we've tried to engage management. There's, a, there's, 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 a, there's, a, there's, 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 there are two faces to management. There is uh, the public um, PR machine, what I, what I call the PR machine. So there, you will have the vice chancellor, the new vice chancellor, I might add, um, who uh, uh, unabashedly um, speaks about the university in terms of um, the pride that they have, uh, the institution has for how far it's gotten. I mean, this is we're talking about a university that has 70% white students, over 350 professors, only 50 of whom, less than 50 of whom, are black, um, and 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 yet. You know, this is the kind of um, stuff that they peddle. But in any case, we've attempted to engage management, um, but management insists on having engagements on terms that are not um, directly uh, um, um, uh, um, um, attentive to the experiences of, 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 of black people. And so they want to have, um, they, don't, they don't want to meet with us as a collective. They want to single out particular individuals. And of course, we know um, what that leads to um, <laughs> in, 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 in other um, uh, um, instances where you see with UCT, with, uh, with VITS, um, uh, where people are being singled out. Um, to act as kind of leaders, um, and we don't represent black people in any way. We are a collective of black people, and we we we, we insist on being addressed as such, rather than being singled out um, for for coffee and biscuits in the vice chancellor's office. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, no, they they've rejected our our, our calls and our and our um, and our demands. They have rejected um, every uh, opportunity that we have presented uh, for them to appear. Um, and to for, uh, for, for engagement, um, what they did do was accept the memorandum of demands that we um, that we issued um, in May, um, late May, and um, and and we have yet to receive any kind of uh, uh, substantive response from the management. The only response that we did get was one that said, uh, and in fact it was a communique to the entire institution, an institution of over twenty-seven thousand students, a communique that said that the university would not engage in any ideological debate um, about the language uh, uh, as a form of exclusion, whether it is pro or anti-Afrikaans. And that's quite... That's quite a stark, <laughs> quite uh, you know, an, an, an unequivocal statement. Um, so no, management has not come to the party at all, and they've been uh, they, they they have been disingenuous, in fact, um, in suggesting that they are uh, somehow attentive to the needs of black students, or that they take um, the issues that we present seriously. Now, do do you work alongside the the SRC, or is that something completely separate? Or are they supportive of the Open Stellenbosch movement as well? Mm. 
Mm, I mean, that's such an interesting question. The FRC is, um, can be best characterized as an all-white FRC. I think there's about three black people in the FRC. Um, and so they don't, in fact, understand what transformation is. Very early on in, in the earliest formations of Open Stellenbosch, we had uh, the FRC president um, who said that he didn't believe in mass meetings or protests. Um, and so there's this crazy and, 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 and insidious notion that every time black people gather um, or form collectives, um, there's some kind of danger associated uh, with that or that there's some kind of threat to the establishment. Now, now, um, now let, me ask, um, let me ask you this, Mohammed. Why is it yeah. that there are not more black people in, in the SRC? Because that is um, an organ yeah. and an instrument for change as well. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I think that that's a very simple. Uh, you know, there's a very simple answer to that. It's just that there aren't any black students in the university. You know, I mean, you're dealing with the universities with seventy percent white students, and these are the very people um, who are responsible for the experiences that we are articulating in the documentary. And so they're not going to vote for you know black students when they when they make it into you, you know when when, um, when when those students stand for 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 election or whatever. I mean, I think there is there is there there's a very kind of um there's a very deep and profound social um you know um um issue there um and i think it, again it, it all comes down to institutional culture um you know there, there just aren't enough black students to to um you know to to inspire that kind of that kind of thing and as well you've got to remember that um the black people that are in Stellenbosch um uh, before the formation of of open Stellenbosch were um, by and large, um, are very afraid, in fact, of, of challenging um, these institutions. So it's only when we came together as a collective, I mean, as individuals, there's no black person that can go up um, and decide to tackle institutional uh, racism by themselves. It's only when we came together as a collective that we became, in fact, um, the thing that now the university sees as a threat. Um, and, and, I, and, and I would, in fact, argue that that is linked to the old um, apartheid categories of understanding that places any kind of mass gatherings of black people under this umbrella of, uh, um, you know, um, uh, uh, threatening uh, civil disobedience, etc. Now, Mohammed, as, as we round off for, for this evening, you once said in a previous interview that every South African should visit Stellenbosch. Why is that? Oh, I think that if every South African had a chance, in fact, uh, uh, and, and, and the right, and the South Africans that are not, uh, that, that, that don't align themselves with this idea of the Afrikaner folk, um, they should visit um, uh, Stellenbosch. And I think the, the reason for that is that they will then understand, in fact, that this is the birthplace of apartheid and that it continues to produce this type of neo-apartheid space. Uh, remember, seven of apartheid's prime ministers came to Stellenbosch University either as students or as professors. Um, we, I'm, I'm sitting now, you know, and only recently, again, after the formation of Open Stellenbosch, did we have a, a, a plaque of the removal of Favut, um, <laughs> a plaque that was sitting in the statistics building, uh, commemorating sort of this is the same person who said that the Bantu child, um, you know, had no use for mathematics. Um, but now, again, very recently, we have um, in the library an entire um, uh, t- uh, 10 by 3 meter long uh, um, uh, um, a celebration of somebody called uh, Jan Marais, who, as you know, was uh, um, uh, partners with Cecil John Rhodes. 
Um, and this whole um, the, the, the whole idea behind the Yamare um, um, uh, commemoration is to celebrate what they what the university sees as the achievement of the Afrikaner nation. Again, bringing into question the notion that, in fact, not the notion, but the fact that um, Stellenbosch University is, com- is committed to the sustained safeguarding of Afrikaner nationalism in this institution. And so when, when, when anyone from the country comes to visit this place, even the very, um, the very infrastructure of this place, the very architectural design of this place, the, the, the spatial segregation of the space, the laboring black bodies in the space, remind you that there is something deeply um, wrong with, um, with, uh, with, 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 with race in this country. And, and I think, Mohammed, we'll, we'll leave it at that uh, for this evening. But I really thank you for, for your time. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Thanks, thanks very much indeed. And I hope that you continue to, um, you know, to, to probe us on these questions and 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 call us out where we fall short, um, but also specifically support us um, as we try to advance um, the agenda of transformation. Mohammed, thank you so much. That's uh, Mohammed Shabangu, the student at Stellenbosch University. We are joined as well by Professor Nico Kurpman uh, from Stellenbosch University. He is the acting vice rector, uh, community interaction and personnel. Thank you so much uh, for joining us this evening, sir. Oh, thank you. It is great to be with you. Thanks for the opportunity to talk with you. Now, Professor, we've just been speaking to to one of your students here who basically says that, um, you know, Stellenbosch is a blast from from the past, that you have very, very solid forms of institutionalized uh, racism, you know, on the campus in Stellenbosch itself. What would be your, your reaction to that? I would like to say that Stellenbosch in the year 2000, in our visionary document of that year, uh, made a great statement when it said, we, as, as university, we say we did contribute to the wrongs of the past, and this university is committed to a process of restitution and transformation. And in the year 2013, we repeated that specific commitment that we have made. So the university is committed to resist, to reject, to fight, to oppose all forms of dehumanization, all forms of discrimination, like racism, like sexism, like classism and handicapism. Uh, We are strongly uh, in resistance to these evils, and we must then say, Tani, that in all spheres of South African society, we still feel the contamination of the statutory racism that we had for so long in the form of colonialism and apartheid in this country. And indeed, we have to fight it, especially the subtle forms of racism. You know, Professor, we, I, uh, Professor I, I must say, you're saying all, all the right things, you know, resisting racism, rejecting dehumanization, opposing that. But according to the students, that's not what you're doing. They are not feeling heard. Uh, they've said that they've tried to reach out to you, um, you know, several occasions, but that you have not agreed to meet with them as a collective, but instead you want to meet them according to your terms as singles and not as a collective. So, yes, you're saying that you are opposing it, but as far as they're concerned, the students are concerned, their pleas and their cries are not being heard. We 
create various forums where we interact with students, with different student groupings, and talk to all our students. And at the moment, we're in a negotiation process to finalize an agenda uh, and a date to uh, also discuss with students who say that they specifically would want to meet with us in a bigger group. So we're trying to reach consensus on who will be the participants in the discussion and the agenda. It's not a one-sided thing that we're engaged in. We invest energy with all our students to create discussion forums because these problems can only be addressed through constructive dialogue forums. And so when you say we are in a deliberation as to who will attend and what the agenda will be, who is we? As management, if I, for instance, as a representative of management, meet with student groups and I then say, but let's agree on the agenda, let's agree on uh, all the participants in the conversation. So it's not a one-sided thing that from management side we we determine the agenda and we say we will participate. We negotiate that. Now, Professor, there's a a documentary that's been making rounds on social media and this has been put together by students as well as a a lecturer and the documentary is entitled Leister. Have you heard and seen it? Yes, and it is really telling sad stories. It is sad to see that we have students in our university having that type of experience and we are aware of negative experiences, but watching the video and every time when you hear a story like that afresh, uh, it is really hurtful and you can just identify with it and say, we must together address that type of experience because we believe that the level of sophistication and of dignity of any institution is determined by how your vulnerable members experience that institution. And if our students have that uh, experience, we want to address it. And we have measures in place to address this and to eventually overcome that type of negative uh, practices. So when are you going to meet with the, with the students? Because if it's that sad and if it hurts that much, surely it's something that you want to put an end to like yesterday. Yes, it's. I almost wanted to, when you, before you said yesterday, I almost wanted to say I would have loved to meet yesterday already with the students, not only me, but, but our management team. Now we want to meet with students. We meet with various groupings, but we want to meet with all of them. Uh, in order to address these issues. This I can amplify tonight. So we can you give to us talk to our students. Can you give us a commitment, a date as to when this is going to happen? When the students collectively will meet with management collectively to resolve the, 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 the issues that have been put forward? I cannot give you a date in the sense of saying next week we will. I, I want to tell you it's urgent for us. I even wrote again over this weekend to a student group asking them to say, I wait on your response. I want us to meet and let us finalize the agenda together and let us finalize where we will meet and let us together finalize the day. There's an urgency. Mm, So from your side, you are acknowledging that there is a problem. We have this problem 
Dietrani uh, in this country, in all our public domains, and we have this problem at universities, and we have it also at our university. We need to address it, and we have it in the town. The students tell us they have that bad experiences also in the town of Stellenbosch, mm. and we must jointly overcome that. I must thank you so much for your time uh, this evening, Professor. And uh, you, I know you said you can't give us a date, but give us an estimation. Are we talking weeks? Are we talking? No, I hope we don't even have to talk days. If if it, if students can respond, we can meet as soon as possible. This is urgent. We want to address it together. And in the meantime, we continue addressing the issues. We are doing great things. We've set up a transformation office. We are appointing people to help us address this. We are trying to diversify the institution. We invest in scholarships, in funding so that we can get more black staff appointed. Uh, During these weeks, we took, I think, great decisions to advance transformation. And let's leave it at that, Professor. And we want to make sure that our students don't have these negative experiences. I thank you for your time, Professor. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's a Professor Nico Kuopman uh, from the University of Stellenbosch. He's the Acting Vice Rector, Community Interaction and Personnel. So what are your thoughts regarding this? 89 110